Welcome back, guys. You got Laura, Sammy. Um, I have a webcam now, so I think my video will be better than last time. Yes. So yeah, Super thank you for that, Sammy. Yes. So it is Friday, Friday, January twelfth. Um, recording mm -hmm. date and first so podcast of the year. True. Yes, first podcast of the year. So we'll talk about getting back on track because it's kind of that mode. Um, resolution season, all that good stuff. Yeah. But before we do that, there's a few exciting bodybuilding things we could touch on too. Oh, and I have one more thing too that I just saw on YouTube that bodybuilding. Okay. Related. So, yeah. So I think the first thing we wanted to touch on was the email that a lot of us pros got. Um, I think all of us pros, um, the other day about the new registration process, which I thought was super interesting and kind of really makes it easy for everybody. Yeah. So basically it's now all online instead of having to go to the post office and do a money or was it the IFBB pro card or was it just the shows? Did you, did you have to do that? For what? A money order? For pro cards. Yeah. That's how, that's how oh, you, wow. um, I did not have to you could, do that. You could, you could wire it. I mean, there were a few ways, but I think the money order was the easiest one. That's so crazy. So it's, it's changed since. So this last year when I got my pro card, mm -hmm. I did mine all online. I think I just put in my credit card information and that was it. Okay. Yeah. In the past, it wasn't online. So I think when I've done mine, it was always like you could wire, but I'd rather not do a wire. So you could just go get a money order and mail yeah. a slip. So yeah. So, okay. So cool. It's all mine. Um, sorry if you can hear Frankie. He's Frankie. crazy. <laughs> he's up here. Um, he was napping for hours while I was working and now he's like ready to rage. He's like, mom podcast is on. Let's go. <laughs> He's like, he's like, everyone knows who the real star of the show is. <laughs> yes. He's like, the star so. is here. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I might so make his the own registration Instagram. is updated. Oh my God, do it. Yeah. I have, I have it. I have an account for it. So I just have to start posting on it. It'll be a lot be of the videos. So cute. It'll be a lot of the late night videos of Rafa just messing with him. She does a lot of funny <laughs> stuff. So. Or, is he um, registered as a service animal? He was. I'll just bring him up here so everyone knows. Everyone who doesn't follow me on Instagram knows who I'm talking about. This is Frankie. <laughs> He's so cute. He used to you be, should but I think it expired. Register him. Yeah, renew it and just start bringing him to shows and expos. Yeah, I'd like to. He's a little. I feel like he'd get a little overwhelmed with those bigger crowds. That's. Oh yeah. So. We'll see. But yeah, that's not a bad idea. I've brought him, I brought him to shows during pandemic era when there was no audience mm -hmm. and he could just like stay in the hotel room with me while I was watching the live stream. So I've done that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so as far as the registration, big tangent on Frankie, um, it's all online now. <laughs> and supposedly, although I would probably be willing to bet money that this may not apply for everyone. Um, you can't register for the show after the Monday of the week leading up to the show. I did see that. And mm -hmm. what was crazy. So for those of you who don't know before, so when you turn pro and this was something very new to me, literally until the day I turned pro, um, 
as a amateur competitor, you go online, you register for your show, you pay your entry fee, so long as you have your active and PC card. Um, when you turn pro, you do also pay for your pro card annually, similar to your NPC card, but you just have to sign a contract to compete at a show. You don't have to register anymore. You don't pay registration fees. Um, if you register for a show and don't show up, they do charge you a penalty fee for that though. So there is a fee associated if you end up not showing up, but the initial contract signing doesn't require any fees, which is nice. Um, yeah. but before you had to send an email, request the contract for said show that you're planning on, you know, competing in sign it and then email it back to them. So now it's all online. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it'll be a much, much smoother process for everyone. Cause I know there were times during sure. last year too, where, I think I requested my contract for clash like last minute and the, their office was backed up or something. So I didn't get it. Normally yeah. they would send it right away. I didn't get it right away. And I was like, Oh gosh, am I going to be in the show? Um, so yeah, you're not supposed to be able to sign up after Monday after the show. We'll see. I feel like promoters here and there may still want pros in their show. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so just makes it easy for everyone. So that was a big announcement this week. And then on yeah, Saturday, and two, mm -hmm. sorry, isn't their office in Pittsburgh? Mm -hmm. So that's nice too. So like us East or West coast people, if we wanted to request a contract, like after their office is closed, now we still have access to it just like whenever we want to get on. So that's nice too, that we don't have to wait for them to get back and hope that they get, they got back very, very quick. So there's, you know, no issues there, but it's nice that we can just, you know, submit it exactly immediately exactly yeah and now the show show calendar i know everyone was waiting for that forever the show show schedules up um arnold is the next major show coming up really soon i think that's either six or seven weeks from saturday i think maybe six weeks mm -hmm. something like that so i'm having fun watching yeah. all of the let's just look real quick actually i need to figure out my travel plans have you, have you yeah have you booked everything so I have an Airbnb booked, okay. but no flights booked okay. yet. Yeah, I and need I, to figure that out. Last time I just got, yeah, I got my expo tickets like the day of, so I'll probably get them ahead of time now, but that's usually not nice. an issue. I don't get like VIP or anything like that, so I yeah. usually don't have any issues. Yeah. But it should be I'm great. excited. Should, yeah, it, was, it should be really fun. Yeah. It was still like, while the expo scene isn't as big as it used to be, I will say that like Arnold still did a great job of like making their expo big. It's not like the expo scene changed even just in the last, like I would say since, since the C word, it's changed immensely in terms of like samples and stuff like that. Like you used to be able to go to an expo and you would leave with a ginormous bag of like every BCAA protein pre-workout, like you were set for a solid six to nine months with supplements. So I will say it's not like that anymore, but it's still cool to see like 
all of the big names in the industry there still and and just the vibe like the vibe and the energy is a plus yeah. always yeah i think the the expo has gotten better and better i've been i worked at the last two years in a row so i would say last year was better than the year prior um and the arnold is cool too because it's not just bodybuilding it's all these different sports so you have such yeah great participation and i thought the expo was really good um pre you know c word it was almost too much because i worked it in 2018 and it was so packed that it would take you almost like a half an hour to walk to the restroom. So even if the restroom was yeah. in eyesight, you know, maybe 50, 50 yards away where you could see the sign up yeah. on the wall in that expo hall, it was so packed with people that it's like, it's like sardines and that's uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's also, yeah, it just, it's not enjoyable. No, it's to be able to walk down the aisles like freely like that. I think that's a good thing. So I think it'll be a great yeah. year the show is just stacked. Like every category has such good athletes in it that that's always yeah. my favorite part too, is just watching pre-judging and finals. So yeah. I'm very excited for that. And it's cool too, because like, there's definitely a variety. Like I'm, I would say I'm still like relatively new in the scene. So like some of the names aren't super familiar to me, but like there's big names, there's new girls and there's girls that haven't competed in a while. So it's like, it's a really nice mix. And like you said, the lineup is just stacked. So it'll be yeah. really cool to see. Yeah. For bikini. Um, and we could even pull that up too. Maybe one of us could find or yeah, Sammy, if you have access to find like that graphic that they put up on Instagram or their, their little page for bikini. Yeah. But they really opened it up because the last two years and basically every division, I believe they only had about 10 competitors and the Arnold is invite only. So it's not like you can just, sign a contract and do it you have to apply in the last two years um i know for sure in open bodybuilding and bikini it was only 10 competitors so this year they've opened it up a lot more so you're right there is a much bigger variety of athletes um especially yeah. in bikini because you've got um angelica returning she hasn't competed in several years yes so that'll be interesting yes i'm excited her. i've heard yeah. so much about her but i haven't mm -hmm. seen her compete yet so i'm so uh -huh. excited to start like following yeah. her a lot more yeah yeah i saw her at some of the olympias and, and whatnot back in the day so and she was two-time miss bikini olympia so she you know, has a lot of muscle, great shape and posing and all that, but it'll, you know, with some, with time off, it'll definitely be very, you know, interesting to see how she matches up in the lineup. And then you've got, yeah. you know, and up and coming gals. She's a mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's Which why, that's why awesome she took to her see. time off. That's why she took her time off is to have a family. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think who else there's we've got. 12, 12 oh. girls this year. So there's. Tamika okay. Carter, Ellie Fernandez, uh, Nana Eskandar, Rhoda Alley. So she actually won her pro card at Arnold Amateur last year. So mm -hmm. that's exciting. Yeah. Um, Issa Pacini, Laura Lee, Vanya, mm -hmm. Amy yep, Delgado, Phoebe, Angelica, Octavia. And Amanda. Amanda. Okay. Yeah. And the lineup, I think, is pretty similar for Arnold UK. There's a few different ones. I know Tara um, here in Costa, or and she's in Huntington Beach. Um, she's doing the Arnold UK after qualifying for the Olympia for the first year. So I like that they're mixing it up. 
And you're right, Rhoda is a really cool example of this. So one neat thing for amateur competitors to think about too, if you win the Arnold Amateur and turn pro, you have an open invite to do the Arnold the next year. So she's taking advantage Mm -hmm. of that, which is such a cool opportunity. So it's really, I'm really liking watching her prep. She's doing a great job documenting it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, So I actually, funny story, when I was in Vegas for Olympia last year, just as a a spectator. um, So I decided not to compete after my placing in Florida. I was out at the clubs and I actually met her at the club. Like she was dancing on the, we had a table. So she was dancing on the booth behind my table. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love your energy. And I started talking to her, such a sweet soul. She's like, oh my goodness, hello. Like, and I told, I had asked her what she was in town for. And she said, Olympia. And I was like, oh my God, me too. And she's like, yeah, I competed yesterday. And I was like, oh my God. Like she said it so nonchalantly. Um, so I had followed her since. And like, we've been in contact since such a sweetheart. So it's yeah. really been, it's been awesome to see like her progress yeah. and her changes oh, totally. over time. It's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You have that story too. So I met her at the Arnold last year before she won her pro card. So okay. I did her, I did her suit adjustment before she competed. So since I was there with Toxic Angels, yeah, she was one of the appointments we had for the show. And obviously, like, I could see her, like, I think I only saw her, like, legs and glutes and stuff. But I was, like, in my head, and I will not say this. Like, I won't say this to girls ever. Like, I won't, I don't like to speak absolutes or whatever. But in my head, I'm like, this girl, she's got to be turning pro. Like, there's just no way. Oh, yeah. Um, So I just had a feeling. It was just, like, very positive. It just, you know, she and her boyfriend were there and just kind of, like, hyping her up a little bit. Like, because I've got to, you know, sew all the little things. So it takes a few minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, she's so sweet. And then I got to do um, the Nashville Fit Show with her this year. So back in August. Oh, that's right. Uh Yeah. So she had a great, great rookie season. Like, she was placing top five in shows. Oh, yeah. Be very excited to see her. With, like, top Olympians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she had an amazing year, and I think she'll bring a really great look, and it'll be fun to see her up there. Um, So the Arnold will be really cool. I've got to figure out what I'm doing. So um, I'm planning to be there. It's just what am I going to be doing when I'm there? So i got to figure that out ASAP. Yeah. Um, Oh, and then one other. We will have to... Oh, yes, sorry. we'll have. To, oh no, you're good. We'll have. You're right. We have to figure out our in-person podcast. And podcast. Sam, you have yeah. your community meetup too, right? While you're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're probably that's who we'll get the Airbnb with. We have like, I think there's like ten of us total in the community that are meeting up. So my sister, her husband, and then a couple other people. We're all getting an Airbnb together. So that'll be super cool. So there's people pretty much across the u.s a lot of them are from like michigan and ohio so like in that central location but that'll be fun fun that'll be really cool so yeah so we'll have to do our Mm in-person and then we almost have our in-person location too for the podcast done so that will be exciting to reveal and share when we have that probably maybe what in a few weeks something like that yeah for sure yeah so that'll be cool um I think that probably covers it for the Arnold. But one thing I actually saw on YouTube today, um, just interesting for bodybuilding fans. So, Sammy, did you ever watch the Bodybuilding and BS channel when it was on YouTube? I've heard of it, but I don't think I watched it. Yeah, it was, well, it was great. It was up, um, 
I think it got taken down around the end of 2022 or very beginning of this year. And uh-huh. um, Nick Trigilli is the guy who runs it. And it, it blew up like it grew super fast. And it was kind of like most, mostly focused on male bodybuilding. But every so often there'd be like a female uh-huh. um, video. So, okay. So it's focused on, mostly focused on male bodybuilding. But it's kind of like a gossip channel of YouTube videos. So it was a little bit okay. of like, just like the name implies, like a little bit of shit talking maybe. <laughs> Um, little bit of, um, just like current events, tea, um, things like that. So anyway, so this guy had his channel taken down and he tried to put it up again, got taken down again for, I think, violating some type of community guidelines, but there's some page up today, like bodybuilding news and education. So it looks like he's back on YouTube. So his channel had over like over a hundred thousand followers, and he's still, he's oh, on wow. Instagram. He puts out content on Instagram, but it was, uh, it's just kind yeah. of like a guilty pleasure for a lot of like bodybuilder, bodybuilding yeah. fans. So it'll be interesting it's to like see if that channel lasts. in the bodybuilding world. Literally, literally. And like the videos would come out frequently. They're shorter. And I would like always, uh-huh. I'd watch every single one. Yeah. So that's awesome. I'll have to definitely check that out for sure. Yeah. I'll send, I'll send it to you after like, this. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you his Instagram. He's on Instagram too. He has content there. So I'll send it to you. But I think those are the, those yeah. are the main updates as far as news or, um, I don't know, anything related to bodybuilding generally. Yeah, I would say we're definitely approaching like our busy season of shows. So you and I, we, for pretty posing our, our posing company, we have, um you know seminars coming up so if you guys are interested in that definitely keep an eye out for that on our pretty posing instagram um and then i would just say i know i'm definitely going to make it a point to be at more shows this year there's a lot of things like literally as of the last few days in the works so aside from me just wanting to be at shows more often i will most likely definitely be at shows more often so that's exciting um we'll wait to kind of announce that when it when it's finalized but um but yeah i'm excited to just be more present in the scene at expos and and all that kind of stuff this year so i really think this year's a year of growth, um, personally, business-wise, and just overall. So super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for you too. Um, knowing a little bit about that, maybe we'll have an exciting announcement next time we record an episode or something like that of what you're up yeah. to. So that'll be cool. Um, sure. yeah. So those are the, those are the main things. Um, I know as far as us, like I'm just chilling in my off season um, probably for a minute still, Sammy, do you have any, like, have you picked out any show dates or you have any plans like that or kind of where are you at with everything? So if we're being honest, I didn't reverse properly and I haven't taken the last couple months very as serious as I should have. Um, especially coming into the new year, I've literally been sick for the last two weeks. So all of these like new year's plans and like, this gung-ho like resolution vibe that I had going on was literally just like kicked to the curb. Um, but yeah, so now that I'm feeling better, I'm just getting back into the swing of things. I'm treating the next three months as if I'm on prep because that's just how hard I need to go to, you know, make up for the lack of everything that I've, you know, done in the last three months, but that can be its own, 
podcast episode in and of itself is like, you know, coming out of prep and reversing and the mental struggles that you go through. But, um, yeah, yeah. so I won't dive into that too much, but yeah. yeah so exactly. probably another like three to four months of growth for me is what's necessary for me to even be competitive in the pro league for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we can, we could definitely do an episode on that. How's your, um, I know we talked about this. How's your digestion doing? I know that was like a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. So recently it's for sure. It's gotten a lot better, especially now that I've like steered away from just eating out all the time. Like now that I'm on actual, like whole nutrient dense foods, um, it's gotten a lot better. I'm still in the process of getting that GI map that you suggested. So I'm really excited about that. My blood work came back and everything was like literally perfect. So I'm like, "Mm, okay, there's gotta be something, which is great. Obviously, of course, thankfully, but I'm like, there's gotta be something else internally going on. So I'm excited, um, for that GI map. And then I actually was listening to a podcast recently. Um, it's called diary of a CEO. Um, his name is Steven. He has a bunch of like big name, like doctors and, and just people in general on, and there was, um, a gut health doctor. So he had, um, a couple different like recommendations and suggestions on like just like simple things to incorporate into your like daily routine he was really big on like uh gut microbiome and your gut microbiome count and how it can affect just obviously your whole digestive system as a whole so i've been slowly implementing those kinds of things into my routine um and then just once i get this gi map i think we'll have you know a better idea of things yeah yeah, no, I love I love that podcast, Diary of a CEO, and I I saw that episode too. It was a good one, where he brought the like yeah. examples of poop. Yes, <laughs> I was like, so it was so funny. We were on the plane uh, flying back from Austin, and I was like laying there, like with my eyes closed, and like I I was like you know subconsciously listening or whatever, and then I like opened my eyes and I picked up the phone, and he literally is like handing him a plate of poop, and I was like this is so normal. I was like, I, I literally got more intrigued once they brought that out. And I was like, okay, yeah. we'll have to link, we'll have to link that podcast yeah, we'll, in the show notes or something. So you guys yeah, can we'll see what we're talking about. Notes. It's obviously yeah. fake. It's yeah. Fake and no, like they're fake made of clay or poops. Poops. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sent a, I sent that, I sent that episode to the group chat of my clients because it's really common to bloating, bad digestion, um, and a lot of the stuff yeah. they talked about was stuff I already know, but that's cause like, I'm, co- you know, coaching and I've been doing this forever. So a lot of my clients, they don't know all of the great tips and info that he had to share. So yeah. I thought that was a really good episode, but I'm glad to hear you're doing yeah. better. So and a lot of it, it's good. Thanks. Thanks. Um, but yeah, I feel like that definitely kind of ties into the whole getting back on track and new year's resolution. So like whether you're already in your fitness journey and trying to get back on track after the holidays or you're, you know, a new year's resolutioner, which is absolutely great. We love to see that. That's how I started my fitness journey. I was a new year's resolutioner and now it's my career. So, um, I definitely think this episode is going to be for those people who are just starting out or trying to get back onto it. Just some tips and tricks on what to do, steps to take and, and things you can implement into your daily routine to, to get back into it. Yeah. So with that said, 
maybe we can pull up the little document that we have, which came from a, yeah. a Zoom call I did with my clients last week. So we just were kind of chatting about this episode and I was like, oh, why don't we just share this? We can kind of talk about it yeah, or other things too. But yeah, so these were, these were just bullet points that I kind of put together for my clients and then got their feedback too. So we added some things during the call. So that's why it's in a little Google sheet, but Sammy, maybe, maybe you can start out with like, I, I know you've been sick, so maybe it's a little more challenging. Was there anything specifically you did to realign yourself with the beginning of the new year or just kind of shift momentum after the holidays? Yeah, I would say, uh, especially like after the last three months of kind of just giving myself time off to do all of the things that I, you know, wanted to do, like not having to say no to everything, I would say definitely utilizing the time to kind of sit down and just mentally prepare like, okay, it's a new year. What are my goals? What am I trying to achieve? And what is like, what is priority, right? So prioritizing, once I've kind of mapped out what my goals are, what my plans are, is prioritizing them so that I know like, okay, this is the main focus, we're gonna look at this first, or, you know, utilizing my my schedule, planning out my schedule and prioritizing things in my schedule. So I really just like, that was the first thing I did was evaluating what I wanted to achieve and then kind of breaking it down deeper scheduling, planning things. If it was something that was like an actual like project or task that was going to happen over, obviously over time and not overnight, I utilize notion. That's like my project planner and scheduler. So just creating like little workspace cards in notion of like, okay, this is my project. These are the steps it's going to take putting a date to things. Um, so I would say that was kind of my first step into getting back into it nice that's great yeah i think i actually have... saw um oh go ahead go ahead i saw a little instagram reel where um this this gal put together all of her yearly goals in a little notion template and i think you showed it to me before but i saw that and it like got me really excited so i think i might have to like hop in there this weekend or something because one of yeah. the things I did do this year is I spent some time reflecting on my goals. Last year was just a year that like just nothing was clicking. Like I was felt like I was working so hard and like really just trying, like trying my best at everything. And I feel like I literally came up short at accomplishing anything, like at least in terms of the tangible mm -hmm. goals that I was going after. Right. Um, and so yeah. I don't want that to happen again. And I think it was just, you know, just sometimes in life that happens, like even if you try, like you may not always succeed in exactly the way you want or exactly in the timing that you want so anyways mm -hmm. i have these goals that i think are very doable for this year and so it got me inspired and i think i might need to like populate it in there i think it will make my ocd very happy um yeah <laughs> so that was just my little little aside i saw it on instagram and i was like oh that looks so nice like i need that yeah and to going off of that like I've noticed for me, I'm a big, like, visual person. So, like, 
making a to-do list, right? Being able to physically cross something off of, you know, whether it's virtually online or on a whiteboard or on a journal, whatever it is, being able to cross something off and make that like mind muscle connection of like, I accomplished this, like I'm capable. So it's also like this reassurance process. So it's like a mental thing, but also like, a situational thing, right? So like, obviously you have goals set for yourself, but being able to physically cross something out and say, I accomplished that, then that gives you the confidence to believe that you're capable of accomplishing everything else on that list, you know, whether it be a small goal or a big goal or, you know, Mm -hmm. finishing a project. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that helps mentally, whether we think we're that kind of person or not, being able to like, actually sit down and say okay measurable this is done Mm -hmm. it helps like build that confidence of like okay i can keep going i can do this i got this yeah yeah absolutely so i love that and i know both you and i are kind of that type of person where we like to be really organized Mm -hmm. and have things really mapped out but like you said not everyone is like that so maybe because this will go up on audio too, not just on, on YouTube. Maybe we can kind of run through some of the strategies we have here for not just yeah. maybe shifting your momentum because that can be a hard thing to do. Like a lot of time just in life, right? If we're not where we want to be, sometimes it just requires a shift in momentum, which can be hard to just make those initial habit changes or build up that initial energy so that we got that. We have a list of tips to refocus on health and fitness, obviously very relevant for competitors or just anyone who wants to be Mm -hmm. fit, you know, beautiful bikini babe. And then some tactics to kind of implement that. And I think that'll be where we could, you know, geek out on organization if we want to. Yeah, for sure. Um, But maybe let's just start with like shifting the momentum bringing good energy or positive energy. Um, you were just sick, Sammy. Is there anything you did to kind of like feel like yourself again after, you know, a long, a long time of just kind of being down with the flu? Yeah, I would say I just like getting, well, getting back into the gym, first of all, was like the end all be all. I was like, you know what? And to like, as a competitor, or even if you're not a competitor, when the gym is like the biggest part of your life, while it's the biggest part of your life, like I was going almost six or seven days a week. And like, I've taken a step back to realize that like, if you're not in prep and you don't have an hour of cardio every day, that's not always necessary. Like realistically, like four or five days, five or six, you know, depending on what your split is, depending on what kind of person you are, but like just being back into the gym and like actually having a routine and like getting up every day and actually getting yourself ready. Like, even if I, Mm -hmm. like the last two days, I would say I was like kind of feeling better, kind of dabbling back into work. But like the one thing I did aside from, even if I was at the gym for 30 minutes and like just did some form of movement, I got ready. I put, I put makeup on, I put an outfit on, I got out of my pajamas, you know, like just like, look good, feel good was my mantra. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's kind Mm -hmm. of my mantra this year. And I did a little post on Instagram of like my ins and outs. Like I did that little trend and it was getting ready every day, regardless of what I had on my to-do list. Like, even if I only have computer work to do and I don't have to be forward facing, I'm going to get ready because when I look at myself in the mirror, again, look good, feel good. Like that's just like the energy, the vibe you give yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. 
That's great. Um, yeah, and I relate to that too. I think a few months ago when I was kind of kicking off my off season and just feeling, you know, feeling whatever type of way about my season, I started going to Psycho's Body Shop almost every weekday, pretty mm-hmm. much at least four days a week. And so that kind of forced me into that routine of like, okay, you got to get up early every morning to get ready, get Frankie out, you know, get yourself ready. And I would put, I would put makeup on at the gym and cause sometimes too, it's like we'll film or something like that. Or, um, yeah, you know, whatnot, or I just feel my best too, with a little bit of makeup on that's not going to cause crazy breakouts and stuff like that. Um, and it kind of forced yeah. me into that schedule and it's, it's really stuck and I really liked that. Um, so that's huge. And some other, so just some other strategies too. So one thing I did this year that I haven't, I haven't done this since probably like middle school, maybe high school was I made an actual vision board this year. Um, I really want to use vis- visualization a lot more than I have in the past. I've always used it competing. Like I've always really tried to visualize myself on stage, winning, looking a certain way, posing a certain way. And I strongly encourage any athlete to do that. Like a lot of times when I'm doing my cardio and prep is like when I'm like in my head and I'm just like visualizing. So I created a little vision board that's in my room, like on a shelf on the wall. So that was a fun little activity. Um, And if you're just trying to, let's say you're just trying to create more positive energy, let's say you are stuck in a really negative space. And I, I would say I was there probably three months ago, like just getting some light movement. So let's say you were really sick even, and maybe you're not feeling up to the gym just yet, like just getting a walk or something like that. Mm -hmm. Taking a break from social media. That's huge. I think, I think one of the worst things you can do too, if you are in a negative place is hopping on social media. The first thing when you wake up, I think I have a rule for myself. I do not look at Instagram the first hour of my day. If I accidentally open it, like I immediately like close it. Like I just like, Oh shoot. Yeah. Like I just cheated on my prep diet or something. So like, that's a rule that's really helped me in the last three years. Yeah. So, um, so that's huge. I think just like that little break from social media or putting limits on it. Um, you know, having a little self-care night, journaling, um, breath work and meditation yeah. are huge. One thing for me, I always yes. do my, I like to do my vacuums in the morning. First thing, like that's one of the things I do as part of mm-hmm. getting up. Um, in the days I don't do it, I never feel the same. Like I always feel like a little scattered or just my emotions are more up and down. Um, and then it's also a great yeah. time of year too, to like deep clean your space or just like, you know, you got to put the Christmas decorations away anyways, declutter. um, and just declutter. So those are huge. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Especially to like back to the social media thing. I feel like we all fall victim to it's the scrolling, right? But you have to remember social media is a highlight reel. People are only posting the best parts of their day the best photos in their camera roll, the best of this and the best of that. So it's like, of course, like you're going to compare yourself to what you see and it's human nature, right? Like I could sit and I could tell anybody in this world, never compare yourself to anybody else, but I can open up my phone and be like, wow, that's what she looks like in her off season. And clearly that's not what I've been doing. So it's like, I've even, you know, fallen victim to, obviously I made the decisions that I made. So I've done a lot of like self-talking or like internal, you know, work of like, you're choosing what works best for you, right? Everybody's journey is different. Everybody's path is different. So it's like, you can't sit there and compare yourself. Like you've consciously made your decisions. So it's like, you can sit and compare or you can put the work in to moving forward, doing what you want to do, right? If you have goals, 
what are you going to do to achieve them? You're not going to sit on social media. Scrolling on social media is not going to achieve those goals. Putting in the work, putting in the time, putting in the effort. So we all fall victim to that. But I think like definitely, like you said, putting those parameters on it or even using like parental control on yourself. Like you can literally block or like set time limits on your social media. Like you can only be on Instagram for an hour in the day, you know? So like utilizing those features, like technology's come so far for that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. but yeah, there's so, there's so much. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. Like one thing too, I'll, I'll try to post frequently or, you know, share stories or whatever, but I'm not like, I'm, I rarely am like just scrolling. You know, that's something I just, yeah. I just try to avoid in general. Like I like to see what my friends are doing. Um, so maybe I'll go and I'll actively look at their stories if I'm giving myself social media time, but it's very rare that I'm just sitting and scrolling. Mm -hmm. Cause when I do that, like the times that I do that, I literally, I just feels like I'm scrambling my brain. Like if I just sit and I'm like eating a meal and I'm yeah. scrolling through Instagram reels, or maybe I'm trying to look for an audio, maybe I'm trying to find an audio I want to use. After 15, 20 mm -hmm. minutes of that, I'm like, my brain is so like discombobulated. Like what have I just absorbed? Exactly. <laughs> or just... Yes. So yeah, I just don't think yeah. any of that is, is good. Um, so I think a lot of, a lot of yeah. people could probably benefit from putting some boundaries on their social media use or yeah, just kind of sure. chill, chilling out with that. Um, and I prefer, I think, I, mean, yeah. I think what I do a lot instead is I consume a lot of YouTube because I'll passively like I'll put yes. videos or podcasts on in the background while I'm working. If it's, if it's something where I don't feel like I'm going to be disrupted or, you know, like, um, like music or something like that. So, yeah. Um, just like, yeah I, just, thoughts. yeah, I just can't, I can't do too, too much social media. Um, yeah. And two, it's like that, like that goes to the next one, like finding a new podcast or like an audio book. And it's like the time that you would spend scrolling social media, like, especially like you said, greatest example when you're eating a meal, right? When you're eating a meal, you're taking, you know, sometimes you eat at your desk, of course, you know, that happens when you're busy, but like, sometimes you take that moment to like disconnect from work and you know, you're on your lunch break or whatever it is. And like your, your initial habit is to open up social media. So like, instead replace it with a podcast, like typically lunch breaks are 30 minutes to an hour. So like you can get half of a podcast in or a full podcast in depending on the length of it. So it's like just replacing bad habits with like educational habits. Or if you're listening to an audiobook and it's educational, like for that, I, I implemented something. So like, I'm a big smut book reader. I just started and I'm like obsessed with them. I love it. And I told myself for every one educational book that I read, I'll allow myself to read a smut book because once I start a smut book, I can't put it down. And which is so weird because I'm not a book reader whatsoever. Never have been mm -hmm. in my life until I found smut books. So I told myself for by, by smut book, books, I, you mean like a romance novel, right? Something like that. Or like a 50 shades of gray. Yes. 50 shades of gray. Yeah. 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 Which are like romance novels. Yeah. I used to read, I used to read stuff like yeah. that, like back in the day when they would have like fans, I'm sure they still do like fan fiction and stuff online yes yeah so that was like oh, pre girl, pre 50 shades of gray recommendations yeah oh send yeah send me some <laughs> yeah oh yeah too funny um, i love, yeah, so I love that that's like, great that's and that's like that's like it's like balancing um almost like your healthy food and your snack foods or like your healthy food and your you know you're in and out exactly 
Um, yeah, so I think that's, you know, great. And back, sorry, back to your vision board. That is definitely something I want to do. I wholeheartedly planned on doing that. I've always seen people do it, and I thought it was the cutest idea. And I, again, I'm such a visual person, so I think I'm going to work on that um, this week or this weekend mm -hmm. um, is to have something that I can, like, put up in my office that it's, like, tangible. Because I always, like, set goals in my brain, but, like, obviously if I don't write it down, like, I can't follow through with it or like I'm I have ADD so like my brain is just like have you ever seen the meme of the it's like the little animated guy running around and like the office is on fire and like papers are flying all over the place where it says that's kind of my brain sometimes is yes. that one that you're talking everything about everything is yeah. fine <laughs> that's the, that was like yeah. the biggest most popular meme when I worked in engineer when I worked at the engineering company that was like used constantly um yeah so yeah that's no I, I get you I need actually just that schedule yeah actually one thing I think I'm going to do and maybe we could organize this or if you want to just hop on it Sammy I think what I'm going to do because I do a zoom call each week for my clients so and they're all different topics sometimes okay. it's, it's just about macro tracking where I do screen share and it's for clients that maybe are not as familiar or they want to get a little more experience with it um sometimes it's like me doing a topic where I'll talk about how you shrink your waistline with your exercise selection, your core training, your nutrition. Um, so I want to do one where we all hop on Zoom and make like vision boards together as like a social activity. Oh, that's cute. So, and what I was kind of yeah. thinking is I think I would just open it up to anyone. So I think once I pick the date, I'm going to schedule it a little bit out. So that way all my ladies can, you know, block off their calendar. Obviously you'll need supplies. Yeah. Um, one thing I realized when I made my vision board, Sammy, nowhere sells magazines anymore. Like I went to look for magazines at like Target and Rite Aid. They don't exist. Like magazines are gone. Yeah. Who knew? Um, you have to like so print I had, from Pinterest? No, I literally, I went on Amazon. I'll show you. So I went on Amazon and literally bought like this like vision board, like scrap looking magazine. thing that you can just cut stuff out of. Magazines are I gone. I love that. They're gone. They only exist yeah. in airports now, apparently. Uh, that's so crazy. <laughs> so, so that's what I want to, so I want to do something like that because I opened up before the holidays, one of my like surviving the holidays webinars to everyone. And so I had a few yeah. of my Instagram followers, some past posing clients that are not my, that I'm not working with as like prep clients or anything hop on. And it was just really fun. So I thought that'd be a fun activity where it's like, you don't, I don't need to be coaching you yeah. for you to make a vision board. Um, so yeah, that would just, be so much fun. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe we'll circle right? back to that. Yes, exactly. A little self-care night, little vision board. Um, yeah, but let's, um, I feel like we covered these at least fairly well. And those watching on YouTube can obviously see mm -hmm. what we've got pulled up with our bullet points, but maybe we can kind of shift this and apply it to fitness or competitors. Like how would we shift gears if we just finished the holidays we're not liking where we're at or we're not proud of maybe the choices we made and we're trying to like shift that momentum back to where we want to be. So obviously, like, like you said, going to the gym is huge, but there's a lot mm -hmm. more than just getting yourself to the gym. Um, so Absolutely. like, what are, what are some things we've got a little list here, but like, what are some other tips that you would give or ways that you would encourage someone maybe that you're coaching or a friend if they're trying to get back into more of a healthy routine after being off course for a while? 
Yeah, so I have it down low in the tactics, but I'll say it now because it kind of plays into the things that we have listed. For my clients, friends, just in general, I always tell people because diving into like a healthy lifestyle or competing, things like that, just in a fitness journey in general, it can be very overwhelming. There's a lot of like little moving parts to it. So trying to take on or like going from not having followed a plan for so many months or just like not having a plan at all to having this massive plan of a bunch of little things that you need to make sure like all the cogs of the wheels are spinning so that the big, you know, thing can move together perfectly is to implement things one at a time. Implement one thing, get really good at it for the week and then the following week, implement another thing or implement two things at a time, you know, depending on how small they are. That way you have a grasp on what those two things are. You can really focus your attention and your energy on it. Make sure you have the resources, figure out like if, you know, you went wrong one day, where did you go wrong? And then just start adding more things until you have this like well-formed plan. Like even if you take like two days, you know, whatever your schedule like would work best for you. But I always say just start implementing things slowly instead of trying to take on this one big thing at at once and feeling overwhelmed because I feel like that's what happens like especially with like new year's resolutioners like they have no guidance they have no path and then they're trying to just take all of this stuff on and then they get super overwhelmed and they just give up instead of just like slowly implementing things until this big yeah. routine you know comes to fruition yeah absolutely it's so it's so common for someone to be excited about the gym or getting in shape and they're not working out at all and maybe they haven't been consistently active for like years and they decide they want to go mm -hmm. to the gym every single day. And then they burn out within like two weeks because their body can't handle that much exercise. <laughs> They're not used to the yeah. routine and they were just kind of like gritting their teeth and just like riding this like new year's new me high for that period of time. Yeah. So you're spot on there. Um, and I think some of these habits too. So like the, the things that are listed out here for those that are on audio and not watching us on video, we've got water intake, vitamins and supplementation, sufficient sleep, obviously regular cardio and exercise is all a part of that eating nutritious food and taking the time, um, without distractions. And that's really meant to be at the gym. So, you know, when you are at the gym, I think a big tip too, to have great workouts and to make sure you're not there too long is do not be using your phone for texting, Instagram, social media, email, your phone should be for music only. And if you do have a fitness tracking mm -hmm. app, okay, it can be for logging what, how many reps you just did, but that's it. Um, yeah. And ultimately those habits in a lot of ways, they compound on one another. So if you're eating good food, Absolutely. you're going to see physical changes. You're going to feel physically better. It's going to encourage you to improve in these other areas. Um, so right. I think you're going to have the energy to mm -hmm. do those workouts, right? Your, your workouts are going to feel better. You're going to have the energy to actually put in the effort to get a good workout in and feel like you used that time properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and like you said, these things, you can just start and improve on them. Like maybe, you know, if you're not drinking, if you're drinking a glass, one glass of water each day, okay, drink two of them. 
You know, you don't need mm-hmm. to start drinking a gallon just because it's January 2024. You know, obviously a gallon is more ideal, but just start where you're at. Like start where you're at. And that's a lot of times mm-hmm. too, like my clients will get surprised when they get their initial plan. They're like, well, shouldn't I work out more, eat less? It's like, no, I'm starting you where you're at and we're going to work our way mm-hmm. to whatever your goal or um, what your version of progress looks like. So it's like, you can just kind of incrementally make adjustments or you're not taking, you're not taking any vitamins or supplements. Okay. Start with like a multivitamin and probiotic, keep it super simple. And then you can always like dive into the weeds of, okay, what's creatine? What's L-carnitine? Do I need BCAAs? Do I need it? Should I take a pre-workout? You know, figure all that out later. Just, just get started with something that's better than what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. And two, it's like doing the research, like on those supplements, right? Like doing the research yourself so that you have the knowledge so that you're like, okay, I'm taking this pre-workout because it benefits me A, B, C, and D. Not because mm-hmm. I saw on Instagram that someone was taking it and the flavor sounded amazing. It gives you more purpose to know, like, I'm doing this because I know the benefits, not because someone told me I should be doing it. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you are just starting to dabble, like, aside from a coaching situation, right? Like, obviously, if a coach is telling you to do something, like, you would follow that, yeah. but you also want to know what the benefits are in addition to that, right? Like, um, so just doing the research on supplementation and vitamins and why you should be taking something as opposed to just taking it because everybody's taking it. Like, just because everybody yeah. takes it doesn't oh, yeah. mean it's beneficial for you. Or maybe there's a version, you know, there's a ver- like a variety that's going to work best for you. Maybe you don't need caffeine and you need a stimulant free pre-workout or, you know, different, there's tons of different things on the market now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're so right. And, and even with that, it's when I go over supplements with clients, I always explain why, because if I just give them a list, like they're just going to look at it and be like, what is all this? Do I need it? And so I'll kind of, in a, yeah. in a I think as a coach too, it's also not your place. Like you're not a doctor. It's not your place to tell anyone, oh, you have to take this. You have to take that. It's their choice ultimately. Um, But I'll just kind of explain Mm -hmm. like, hey, this is what this is for. This is what it's going to do for you. This is the reason why. So they can understand and say, okay, yeah, I I get this. I'm on board with this. Um, It's going to benefit me. Yeah. You know, explaining too. I creatine is, is one that I think still trips women out. Right even though it's, it's like one of the oldest, most well-studied supplements and very beneficial, you know, there's a lot of established health benefits, but one like that, I also, you know, explain, Hey, this is not, you know, this is not a steroid. This is, it comes from food. It comes from meat. So if you're eating meat, you're already taking some of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that's, that's, I think really important, um, for competitors, how would, what would you recommend in that case? Because competitors are maybe someone who should have, you know, maybe a slightly higher standard for themselves in terms of health and fitness versus just your average person trying to be fit. How would you encourage them to get back on track after the holidays with their routine? I would, yeah, I would say just remember what your goal is, right? So like for me, I'm a pro and I want to I want to, Olympia is essentially the overall goal. So it's like, okay, Sammy, you obviously took time off. You're mad at yourself for it, but you can't sit here and sulk. Like you just need to look forward. So it's like, what are your goals? 
remember you've done it before so you're capable of doing it again and it's like what worked best for you before what caused you to fall off track before so it's just like really just reevaluating your life right your routine what worked in your routine what did you really enjoy doing and it's like remembering those so like for me <clears throat> i'm bringing back uh i want to start doing yoga classes again Oh, yeah. So that'll help me with like flexibility. And again, like you said, breathing practices, meditation, things like that. So it's like bringing things into your routine that you enjoy doing so that it doesn't feel like a job or a task. You're enjoying the process while you're doing it. So it's like, you know, okay, I have to take these supplements today because this is what my body needs. I have to go to sleep at a certain time and wake up at a certain time because I know my body works best when I have eight hours of sleep, nine hours of sleep. So it's like just remembering what worked well for you before and just, just, Again, even if it's slowly implementing, again, whether you're a competitor or starting out first time, things can still get overwhelming. So it's like remembering, again, to sound like a broken record, remembering what works best for you and just re-implementing it back mm -hmm. into your, your schedule and your routine. And if there's something that you're like, hey, I miss doing this, I haven't done it in a long time, bring it back in you know, change up your routine, yeah. spice it up, you know, yeah. make it new, even though it's the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes there... too, even go ahead, go ahead, love. Is there anything that you either bring back or change in your off season that you do differently in prep? To, like, That's a good question. But still like have fun. That's a good question. Um, I think over time I've only gotten, not that I ever wasn't, I've only gotten more and more psychotic <laughs> with my level of intensity for bodybuilding. So it's like every year I get a little more like, like intense or strict or like, I'm always like, I just always want to find ways. Like there's this Japanese concept of like Kaizen, right? So they, this is really common in project management. It means continuous improvement. So it's like, I'm always just constantly trying to figure out how can I be better? So even in my off season, I think the main things that I maybe have a bit of time for or more time for is like, I'm still, I still want to stretch daily. I kind of, have, I've kind of given myself a pass on my rest day, but I think I'm going to try to make sure I'm still stretching on my rest day and just include that with my vacuum. So I do my vacuums, my breath work like every day in the morning. Um, I still want to be posing every day. I'm probably not doing that right now, but I'm doing it most days out of the week so that I kind of want to tighten up with a little bit. Cause that obviously in prep we're doing every day, no matter what. So off season, I don't mm -hmm. really like to let that fall off. Um, I think in off season, it's just like, I just have more time for myself. I think that's really the biggest thing, but even now I'm, you know, creating like a meal plan for myself. So even in my off season, like I've really like, especially this week, like tightened up my eating, you know, I can, I can tell I'm yeah. a little heavier. I'm a little higher body fat than typical for me in off season. Mm -hmm. Um, not that I'm, I'm still in a healthy weight range. It's not like I'm, you know, fat or something like that, but you can feel a type right. of way. <laughs> But yeah, I made a meal plan. I made a meal plan. So that way it's like, and I just told myself, I'm like, look, Laura, you want to get better at this? Like do stuff that other people aren't willing to do. Like I'm, I'm at a genetic disadvantage being taller than everyone else. So I need to, I need to not assume I have any passes. I have to assume I'm an underdog always. And I need to do whatever I can possibly do to get better. Um, 
So, so that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, obviously I've had my fair share of cheat meals, but I'm going to, I'm trying to rein that in and like limit myself to once a week yeah. right now. So, yeah. Um, so why don't we talk about maybe like tactics? I feel like that's an area that both of us like a lot Yeah. or um, maybe can share some, some more valuable insights because competitors too are likely a little bit, you know, just, they have to be, if they've competed before, really good with time management fairly organized. So what are some things we've got a few on here, things like calendars, automated systems, linking habits together, um, revisiting purposes, kind of implementing things one thing at a time. So for you, Sammy, what are maybe some of the biggest takeaways or the things that you think will give people uh, the biggest bang for their buck, so to speak, if they're trying to really change their habits or change their life? Yeah, I would say taking a day out of the week. Obviously, everyone's schedule is a little bit different in terms of like their work schedule, of like what their weekends are and like their reset days. But I would say one thing that um, a good tactic to implement is taking one day out of the week for yourself to, you know, whether that's you, you take off of the gym or you're not working that day or you say no to social events, things like that. And you really focus on yourself that day, what you need to accomplish that week. So whether that's sitting down and mapping out your schedule for the week or making sure you have all of your supplements, your meals cooked, your snacks prepared, groceries are done, whatever it is, just taking that one day to maintain that. So that's kind of the number one on our on our list, if you guys are watching on YouTube, is maintain a weekly and daily calendar process. So like using that one day to set the tone for the week. So it's like your laundry's done, your house is clean. So you're starting the week off fresh. You know exactly what your intent and purpose is for every single day and just really writing that throughout the week and then evaluating the week before. So it's like when you sit back down, it's like, okay, what did I do last week? What could I have done better? What did I miss out on? Mm-hmm. And then kind of reevaluating and then resetting for the week. I think that's a great habit to implement, to really just hold yourself accountable and track what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I always, I like to do a bit of weekly planning over the weekend for the upcoming week. So yeah, mm-hmm. same idea. It's like, okay, when are all my workout times going to be? What am I training? Um, what are the big tasks for the week that have to get done and when, and putting it, putting it all in a calendar, because that's the thing is I, I don't understand people that don't use a calendar. Like I just assume their lives must be like a swirling tornado of chaos. Um, especially if they're, especially if they have like a family and a job, I'm like, how do you, how are you alive? Yes. Um, I just can't imagine, but you know, having, actually. Yeah. When you actually take the time to put what you need to do on a calendar and then you're like, oh, I would have needed 30 hours in my days to do everything and get more than four hours of sleep. So maybe when you have that moment or like, oh, I double booked myself on Thursday, I can't actually be in two places at once. That's when you realize, oh, maybe I need to reschedule, reprioritize a little bit because physically I cannot do all the things that I'm setting out to do this week. Um, it just saves you a lot of stress. I think it saves so much stress, so much anxiety. It allows you to, you're setting yourself up to be successful in the week that you're going into yeah. each day too. Like each day, like usually what I like to do, sometimes I don't do this and I always regret it, but it's like the night before I like to review my upcoming day. So that way I, yes. I kind of know, Hey, what am I doing tomorrow? Well, what, you know, for sure. What time do I need to be up? Like, what, is there anything I need to do to prepare? 
And I think that also allows you to have really great days that turn into great weeks too. It's just kind of having that yeah. weekly and daily calendar review process. Yeah. And back to the whole stress management thing. I think that's the one thing that people kind of, I don't want to say sweep under the rug, but not, they don't think it has as big of an effect on their health and body composition as they realize. So like your cortisol levels are a big factor in your fitness journey, your weight loss, your weight gain, whatever, you know, whatever's happening in your life, whatever your goals are. And I feel like that's one thing that people are just like, Oh, it's my life. That's, that's just it. And it's like, no, you can actually control that. Like you can, yeah. there's things that you can put into place to make sure that your stress level isn't out of 10 every time you send your check-ins. So like, that's a question in my, you know, my weekly check-ins, like, what are your stress levels? explain so it's like i always have my clients tell me like where they're at in terms of stress and we're like okay can we is it something that we can manage is it something we can fix can we put a process in place but i think that's one thing that people kind of overlook is the word in terms of like yeah. their daily tasks yeah and and with that too it's like it's not just the stress which obviously can affect your heart health, right? It can affect your mental state, but it's like, if you're really stressed out, guess what you're probably going to go do? You're probably going to go stress eat. You know, you're probably going to cope. Mm -hmm. If you don't have good coping skills with your emotions, at least some of the time, if you're constantly stressed, you're going to cope with your emotions that way, instead of like actually addressing the root of the issue. Um, so that can be, that can be tough. One that one in here that I like to point out, um, and again, I did this like with my clients last week was, um, linking a new habit to an existing one or kind Ooh, of integrating yeah. something. So for, so for me, one thing, um, that was really easy is like, I am trying to, to stretch a little more. Um, I, want to do my vacuums every day because I think it's really beneficial for my core. I think it's really great to get my head in the right state. And so the mm -hmm. way for me to do that every single day is I just linked that to like getting up and having coffee in the morning, which is like, you know, I would love to be the person that follows Huberman podcast religiously and like waits an hour, but I know I can't do that. I will have my yes. water, but I have my coffee right away. And so I just linked yes. that breathwork practice and the vacuums with having my morning coffee. So it's like, I'll get up, you know, have the coffee brewing. I'll have like a few sips, whatever, do my vacuums, stretch out a little. And then I feel in a, like I'm in a really good headspace. Now I can go get ready, do the rest mm -hmm. of my day. And it was just putting those two things together. Like, okay, Laura, just leave yourself an extra 15 minutes in the morning and you're already going to go do this thing. Um, so I think that can be a really easy way too for people to incorporate things. And like in prep, that same habit of stretching, I linked to my nighttime cardio. So we're doing twice a day cardio really often. And so it became this really nice, very relaxing routine where I would finish my cardio at night. I would go sit in the sauna, get super sweaty. UFC gym, oh, yeah. like this nice sauna, you know, sweat all, sweat all my toxins out or whatever, just enjoy the time in the sauna. And then I would go stretch out on the turf after, you know, and I'd go through my checklist. I have a little mm -hmm. checklist on my phone um, that I'm going to, I'm going to put those on YouTube soon. And it was the nicest routine. And all I needed to do to get myself to stretch all the time was just do it when I was done with my cardio, which I already had to do seven days a week. So it was very simple. Yeah. And I think too, like 
this kind of goes off of it, linking a habit with an existing one, but linking a habit with the feeling that it brings you. I don't know how to word that. It doesn't sound as clever as it did in my brain, but it's like remembering how good you felt after doing mm -hmm. that task and just keeping that thought in your brain. So like one thing for me is a cold shower. So like a cold, the cold plunge is like the biggest thing right now. Um, and it has so many benefits and like, we don't have an actual like cold plunge tub, but we just literally turn the shower knob just a little bit and we take a cold shower every morning. We're in there for like 30 seconds to a minute. Chris and I both do it. I haven't since I've been sick and he had, he, like, he started doing, he started to feel better before I did. And I just hear him literally screaming in the shower every single morning. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And then I think back, cause like in prep, I would do it every morning. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I felt so good, so mm -hmm. ready, awake, alert, ready to take on my day. And I'm like, okay, just like, remember that feeling, remember how good it felt and just do it. Like aside from all of the benefits internally that it gives, just think of the mindset and the way you're starting your day. And like, I'm sure like if you can, you can attest, like that's how you feel after stretching and drinking your coffee and doing your vacuums. Like your brain is just, you're ready. Oh yeah. Well, I love this, the stretching especially, which I'm really, I'm really excited to, um, going to finally post that in the, like the next week or two. So you guys can see what I do. Mm -hmm. I feel like a new person. It's like I literally, my body feels so good after doing full body stretches and like, especially like deep hip stretches. Like think about how much glute training and how much cardio we're yes. doing. You feel incredible. So I agree with you reminding yeah. yourself of that feeling. And I think that also that kind of ties into like revisiting the vision and the purpose and kind of reminding, you know, maybe it's not the, exactly the same thing, but like reminding yourself why a certain habit or like mm -hmm. why doing something a little differently is important to you and how it serves a bigger purpose or a bigger goal that you have for yourself. So even though something might seem small, it's yeah. like, it's, Hey, it's, it's going to feed into this bigger objective that you have for yourself. Yeah. And it's like, when you remember those small, and we can even do another podcast on this, like setting goals and how to set goals. It's like when you have smaller goals that help you achieve a bigger goal, it makes the process of achieving that bigger goal seem so less overwhelming stressful and daunting so it's like just those small things like remembering why you're doing it waking up every day with intent and purpose so that at the end of the day when you reflect on your day you're like yeah I what I did today was meaningful what I did today is going to put me one step further to where I need to be one step closer to my goal or one percent better than I was yesterday you know what I mean um so it's just making sure you you always have that vision and purpose in mind with everything you do. Just it's a it's a different motivation tactic. Like not ta it's not even a tactic. Like it's a reminder. It's just it's a whole another level of motivation. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you completely. Yeah, it's um you know all these little things, especially as competitors too, right? If that's our goal. Um, all these little things you're doing add up to the goal of whether you're just trying to win a show or build more muscle or turn pro or qualify for Olympia or whatever that is. Um, one thing yeah. I'm super pleased with too, like in the vein of habits and changing routines and stuff is like, I'm actually sleeping a little more. Um, the, the car accident 
a couple weeks ago, I think kind of like, I don't know if it like affected my nervous system or whatever, but the day, day or two after that, I was sleeping like 10 hours a day. Like I was just so, maybe it was just the, oh, wow. the adrenaline. Um, but I found yeah. like the last few weeks I've been really tired and I'm just like, I'm trying to line up my schedule and I'm very blessed that I kind of get to make my own schedule, but I'm actually like uh-huh. letting myself have like, if I need it, you know, if I feel like I want it, like a full eight hours of sleep, which is for me, like unheard of, yeah. like usually seven was like my best and like what I could do consistently. But it's like, I know that also me getting more sleep, it's going to help me build more muscle. It's going to help me feel a little less hungry, help me burn more body fat and you know, just in the last, like in the last less than a month, I've added an inch to my glutes. There's an inch. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And so, a month, that's crazy. So it has to be part of it. I mean, obviously I've tightened up on my diet. My training is really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. But the sleep can't hurt. So, um, you know, it's like, you yeah. know, it seems small. It's that, that little thing is going to help me with so much of these bigger goals that I have, or even just showing up as a better coach and having better mental cognition and focus and Mm -hmm. emotional regulation. I know sleep is good for all of those things. So yeah, these little, these little things really make a big difference. There is, I'll send it to you, a podcast, Diary of a CEO. She talks about a sleep pattern, going to bed the same time every single day and waking up the same time every single day, the the effect it has on like your mental cognition and just overall mental mm-hmm. like well-being and health. I'll have to yeah. send that to you. I haven't listened to yeah. it myself, but I know that that was like the precedence okay. of it. So Yeah, um, I've been listening to so much recording. Diary of a CEO lately. Like I think because you know how it, the algorithm is, you watch something and it just suggests more yeah you're like oh this one looks good too so there's go ahead yeah he's such a good host like the questions he asks and the way he prompts conversation like unmatched Mm -hmm. and his voice is obviously super soothing british accent so it's very easy to listen to yeah yes yeah but i think uh, that touches everything. The last thing we have on the list is implementing one thing at a time. We kind of, uh, talked about that during the, like, you know, health and health and fitness, uh, tips. But I think that was a great first of the year podcast, you know, getting back on track or just starting out. Um, did you have anything else? No, I think we, I think we covered it all. And obviously for those on YouTube, you can see it can check this out um yeah maybe we can make this into a pdf guide or something for people to download as well but yeah we've got a lot of exciting things coming this year so thank you Mm -hmm. thank you for listening um we'll catch you guys in the next episode don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel follow us on instagram at bikini underscore things and if you're listening on an audio platform like spotify apple Podcasts, etc give us a five-star review share with a friend And we'll catch you guys in the next episode.